All right. Hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about note-taking and what does that mean for us as coaches and why should we do that? Why should we even take notes? Why should that be something that we do in the offseason and how does that help us progress to the next level of coaching? Because I, I think anybody that's listening to coaching podcast wants to become a better coach. You want to become a better coach. So your, your players can benefit, right? You can have a sense of self-satisfaction and all of those things uh, are good, right? We want to be better. We want to be able to go forward to think of ourselves as, as better coaches as men that are helping lead and guide our young men and young women right, that, that play for us. Uh, you know, in football, we had a, a female kicker last year, and I think it's great. I think that's awesome. And maybe you coach a sport that's a, a women's sport, and uh, you're trying to help them to become the best uh, that they can be going going forward. So <clears throat> I think about a podcast I recorded, recorded back in 2017, and I would reference – and 2018, the kind of pen I would have and the type of paper notes that would be in front of me. And I, I was listening to a podcast at the time where the, the person that was doing the podcast would reference those types of things. So there's a, a whole nother podcast there about us picking up the habits of the people that are that are around us. I was listening to a coach at a clinic a couple of years ago, and he said that you will be the same person at the end of this year unless you're around people. And I'm paraphrasing. This is not exactly what he said. You will be the same person this, this time next year unless you surround yourself with people that push you to be better and help you grow to be better. Maybe that's loving you, right? Maybe that's challenging you. And, and the books you read are or the other thing, right? So what we're what we're taking, what we're drinking in from books, or I would even say YouTube or podcasts, then the people that are around us is what is what shapes us. Because I think the the incorrect thought would be, oh, I can just white knuckle this and just become better as as we go forward for this year. And why do I say year? Because that's a, that's a period of time you can measure. Uh, so, you know, am I going to be the same person this time next year? And the only way to be better would be to drink in people that are wiser than yourself. Get out of, get out of my own head, right? Quit thinking that I have all the answers. Uh, Cause that can lead to man, just, just not good processes taking place. Go and find somebody who's, who's successful, somebody who is willing to, to share. And I would, I would say this, if somebody has been successful, then they are, they are willing to share because people that are not willing to share people that think they have the secret sauce. I don't know that I want to listen to them anyway, because they're not, if they haven't come to the point where I'm comfortable enough with this knowledge that I can share it 
And I'm also comfortable enough to accept critique about this information. I was talking to a, a coach this morning, talking, I was texting with the coach this morning. It's funny how the 21st century has changed the meaning of talk, right? Uh, but he was asking me to look over some material and this guy is, man, his material is awesome. He's going to, he's going to speak at a, at a clinic and he's asking me for, for input. And I trust, believe you me, this person does not need any input on what he, about what he sent me. Uh, but he was open to it. And those are the kind of people I think we have to be willing to be around and seek them out. Go find those people that we live in the 21st century. Get on the computer, get on the internet. If you have social media, use that. Uh, reach out to people because I found that people who are good at what they do are generally willing to share their advice uh, because they, they, they got there by standing on the shoulders of other people. So, man, be willing to, to go ask because all the person could say is no. And I, I don't think I've been told no when I've asked. Maybe the person hasn't gotten back to me, so maybe that's their no. <laughs> but if you ask, people a lot of times will, will help you. And that leads me around to what I want to talk about uh, today. And I think there's many different ways to take notes. I think there's many different ways to record ideas that you want to remember later. And this podcast is a is like is a note taking tool for me. So either I can go back and reflect on thoughts that I had previously and look at, hey, do I still think that? Has that changed? Or mainly I go steal ideas from other people. I listen to what they have to say and I write it down. Or well, usually during the podcast, I'm not writing it down because I'm listening and trying to guide the conversation. But I'll go back and listen to what they say and write down some some notes and get some ideas and say to myself, what can I use right here and right now that we talked about in this conversation? And that's something that's been very helpful for me as a coach going forward. And I've been so blessed to have guests on the podcast that are excellent coaches, excellent people. And I think I've helped other people that have listened to the podcast as well. It, they, they have been super gracious to me. I, I am a small time football podcast and they have taken the time to, to talk to me and, and talk to us, right. As a collective, collective group of people on the mind of a football coach podcast. So yeah, very, very, very thankful for that. So a couple things, a couple thoughts on note taking and why we should, we should do that. One of the things that drives me nuts as a head coach is if I bring in somebody to, to speak to the coaching staff or we're looking at uh, some, something new we're going to, we're going to do this next year and you know, I'm, I've taken the time to bring somebody in or we're looking at something new and there's somebody in the room that's not writing notes down or taking pictures with their phone or some people are, 
necessarily don't write a lot, but you know, at least asking questions and jotting a little bit down. So I guess what I'm saying is, and I feel like people who are in leadership feel the same way when maybe the school principal brings in a speaker and people are tuned out, they're not paying attention. Man, that's that's kind of annoying, right? That you that as a leader, we've taken the time to find somebody that we think is bringing something to the table that is worth our time. And you see people not taking notes or taking pictures of slides. So, you know, I can think back in my career of times I've, you know, brought in coaches from other programs to come talk. And, you know, there's, there's always that one coach in the corner that is sitting there, not writing anything down. Right. And I'm, as a head coach, I'm trying to model what does that look like? I'm, I'm sitting there taking notes, asking questions. Uh, I think it's always a good idea to have a piece of paper with you if you're with somebody and having a meeting so you can write things down and remember what they're saying or take notes on on your phone, uh, those those types of things. So, you know, what does that look like to take to take good notes when you're at a clinic, right, or you're at like a big clinic, like a, a Glacier or a Nike or a coaches association, or you're just in a, a room with another, another coach. And man, I think it's a skill. I think it really is a skill to be able to write down what you want to write down from that, from that conversation. And I remember in school, the teacher would call me up and say, Hey, show me how you, you take notes. I think you take good notes. You know, you know I, I don't, not patting myself on the back. That's just an experience that I had. And man, I'm just thinking to myself, when they say things that I like, I'm not writing down full sentences. It's bullet points. It's let's organize this and let's, let's try to have a document that I can understand, right? Put it in my, in my terms. And I'll do that watching YouTube videos, do that listening to, to people talk and, you know, why do we do that? Why do we take notes? We take notes so we can go back and reference what people have said. And you can hear some of my paper here of, uh, of things that I've written down. And one of my practices I like to do is every day that I have class, I'll take a, a piece of paper, uh, either in a notebook or uh, like a loose leaf sheet of paper. And I'll put the date and I put the day. So today is uh, 2-1-22, right? And that would be a, a Tuesday. And that's my, that paper is my notes for the day. And I think it's something that helps me organize my thoughts and it sits on my desk generally for the week and I'll go at the end of the week, look through them and say, Hey, do I still think this? Do I not? Because it's okay to change your ideas, right? It's okay to, to change. Hey, I thought this on Monday, but I don't think this on, on Friday because as coaches, we have to continually assess what is going to help our program. I was just reading an article on ESPN about how the Ravens are going to totally revamp their strength and conditioning program because they had so many guys get injured uh, last year to, to end, at the end of the season. And I think that's awesome. I think that Coach Harbaugh, Coach John Harbaugh, is obviously a 
brilliant coach. The guy's won a Super Bowl. And he's saying to himself, it's not okay just to say, oh, that's just how it is. Or it's it's just going to be that way. That he is actively looking for answers to issues that they had last year. And I'm sure he's taking copious notes about how do we do this? How do we fix it? And, you know, probably maybe handwritten, maybe not. And then what I like to do as well is to type up notes and put them in a Google Drive or a OneDrive to keep them so I can reference them them later. And I think people that are really smart do that. I remember the first time I ever met Neil Brown, who is the head coach at West Virginia. He carries around a notepad and he just writes things down and he has a secretary. So his secretary will then type those up and put them in a document or scan them. I forget. He said something of that nature. So they, that goes into a, a file that he can access them later. And I think that's awesome because maybe that, uh, an idea that we had years ago recycles back and, Oh, that's a good idea. Now in this place and time, I can use this idea to go forward. Something that I didn't think was, useful at the time it was a good idea but it wasn't useful at the time now has become useful i need to use this idea right here and right now because we we don't coach in a vacuum we have players and coaches and situations and all of those are unique so we're trying to build our programs around what is the best for us and i think taking notes being able to write down things that are that are good through the course of time in our career will really, really help us as we try to become the best coach that we can for our players because that's who we're here for, right, is our players. We're trying to help them reach the goals they want in life and use football as a football coach, use football as a tool to help them to help them do that. And Man, that's just that's something that convicts me is am I working hard for my players? And note taking to me is a big part of that, writing things down, trying to find people who are smarter than me, to listen to them and gain wisdom from them. So I can in turn take that to our coaches and our players, right, as we as we go forward. And my, the final thought I, I have for this podcast is man, life, life is progressive. It is dynamic and yeah, it is. It doesn't stay the same. And what worked last year may not work this year. What worked 10 years ago may not work this year because life changes. I mean, I think about the iPhone, how, how far has that technology come in five years, six years? Oh my goodness. I remember, I mean, I feel like I'm not that old, but in high school, smart what was a what was a smartphone? There weren't any smartphones. I played Snake on my phone. I mean, that that was it. And what was email? I didn't even really know what email was back then. That was 2000, geez, 2003, 2002. And the world is is changing. So our football programs definitely change. The people, the personnel changes, both coaches and players. And we need something to draw on when we want to make make decisions. And if we haven't written things down and we can't go back and reference it, then it's going to be hard to draw on those things. Uh, so 
that's a challenge to myself, right? To continue to, to take notes and write things down and process because it's a never ending, never ending cycle. And I don't find that to be depressing or, or hard or scary. It is something that's fun, right? Life is fun. There's four seasons in a year, most places or some places right here in West Virginia. It is, you get spring, summer, fall, and winter. And that means there's change. That's good. Change can be good. And sometimes it's needed and sometimes it's not. And I think as coaches and as teachers, we have to be able to feel when that is necessary. When do we need that change? Thank you all for listening.